This is John Zaninovich. Welcome to Move My Mass. You'll be hearing from great guests talk about balancing life and being fit. Welcome to Move My Mass. This is a special episode for me today. I have my closest friend in life here today. Uh, known him for 36 years, played high school water polo together, lived together in college. Uh, but the biggest reason he's here today, besides being my best friend, is how successful and busy he is, how fit he is. He's going to have a lot to share with you. Uh, owner and operator and president of Young's Commercial Transfer out of Porterville, California. They are the largest agricultural hauling company in the nation. Makes them quite busy. Uh, owner of Mason Daniel Racing. Uh, they race in the World, World of Outlaws series. They are a sprint car team. Very busy, requires a lot of travel. So not only does he run a very nice, successful company, but he's also traveling all the time to go to all the different races that his son is the race car driver in. So I'd like to welcome Scott Daniel to Move My Mass. <laughs> welcome to the show. Thanks, John. Been excited to get here. And uh, the two mistakes you already made, you've got low priorities of guests and uh, <laughs> low, low threshold, I guess. And uh, two, you gave away my age. I, we met at birth, right? Yes, that's right. We did meet at birth. Yeah, yep. it makes us 36. <clears throat> yeah, that's right. But yeah, at, as I said in your introduction, it's uh, I'm so impressed with what everything you do currently. Uh, it's amazing the business you run. You've grown the business. Uh, but not only have you grown the business, it's the uh, culture you have there. The leadership down, not just the business, but your attitude towards health, with you and your employees, which requires a lot. So tell me, you know, being the largest hauler in the nation, that's like, I don't know, I'm going to, I think you told me about 12, 1500 loads a day, more or less you haul during the tomato season. I mean, that's just incredible. That's if somebody eats ketchup, chances are those tomatoes have been in one of your trucks. So <laughs> that's, let's just put that in perspective. Yeah. But What's really impressive is how you combine it all. You combine running that business, managing a race team, which races all over the nation, a family life, and staying fit. Uh, it goes beyond what Move My Mass is all about. So tell me, what's a, what's a typical day for you when it's all going on? What's it like? Yeah, thank you. Um, I'm an early riser. I'm up usually around five every morning. Uh, I try and stay out of the fours. I get too tired when I'm in the fours, but uh, 5 a.m. I'm usually up. And uh, the very first thing I do every day is I work out. I'm just, uh, it's when I have to get it done. I, I have to control it at that time. Later in the day, I never know what's going to happen. So I get it done first thing every day, uh, usually done by six, shower, have some breakfast. And I try, if everything's going smoothly, I'm at the office by seven. And uh, then it's just a normal day. Um, I may have to travel, may have to drive. Uh, I don't know where I'm going to be, but uh, my days are always uncontrollable. You never know where you're going to be. 
Um, so I always try and work out first thing in the morning. And uh, I eat out every day. Every day of the week, I'm, I'm eating out at a restaurant somewhere. Um, my wife's a great cook, but uh, she doesn't make me lunches. <laughs> she draws the line somewhere, she says. We'll, we'll definitely circle back to the eating out. Because that is another issue that anybody that's, well, not anybody, but running a business like you have where you're all over the state, yeah, lunches are not easy to prepare for. Absolutely. But before we get to that, what's your, uh, what's your workout routine at the moment? What's your, what's your go-to right now? Yeah, so I'm riding. We've got a big cycling background, both of us. And uh, so I still love to ride, uh, but I don't like to ride on the road much anymore. So I'm one of those Peloton guys. And uh, I just find it so easy. I'm on the bike uh, and off. I don't have to travel anywhere. It's just, it works really well for me. I do a lot of CrossFit. I really like uh, CrossFit workouts. Um, not for bulking, so to speak, but it's just what I, what they say, functional fitness. It allows me to do everything in my life. And uh, so I do a lot of CrossFit, a lot of riding, a little bit of running. Uh, if it's summertime, I'm swimming, still swimming still, uh, but not as much running anymore. Uh, the triathlon days are, are slowing down. My knees yeah. are my knees are getting tired. Like we said, hey, we're only thirty six. Yeah, we're that's only thirty six. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah, and switching that into the culture at the office and your company, I know you've got a gym at, at your office. Yep. What drove you to want to get everybody involved in your company in the in the healthy lifestyle, getting fit? Eating right. What what drove that? What's behind that? You know, we've both in our whole lives been very athletic from high school to college to uh, triathlon days to all these things. And I just wanted to share the, my love for sports with my employees. And they want to be fit. And many of them belong to gyms and are going after work or trying to find a time to go before work. So I said, you know, one of these days when I have the space. And uh, about 10 years ago, we moved into a new facility and I built a full gym so that my employees, and I give them the time, they can take any time during the day and they take an hour workout. And I've got showers in all the rest, in uh, showers in our office, showers in the shop uh, locations. So they can, uh, they can shower and go right back to their job or have their lunch or whatever. So I just, it's my love for fitness and it's not fitness for looks or anything like that. I just love sport. I just love competing. As we've said often, we have challenge issues. issues. Right. Yes. And uh, I love to be doing something. I love to measure. I get up every day and I say, I wonder how far I can go. And that's just, that's life. That's business. That's athletics. And um, we've always pushed it, you know, pushing it all the way to the Ironman level or pushing it to uh, see what I can lift today on a CrossFit workout. It's just, I, I push it every day. That's what I want to do. Yeah, I definitely failed to mention that during the introduction. You've done half Ironman races, full Ironman, yep. um, climbed to Kaiser, which I don't know if a lot of people know about that, but I think it's hundred and nearly 160 miles with 15, 15. or 16,000 yeah. feet of elevation gain. That was a fun one. Yeah, it's something like you calls that fun. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe me, but yeah. it just it just shows your drive. Yeah. Uh what uh, when you're traveling, because you have so much travel involved with the race team, sure, and you have so much travel involved with your day to day business because you're seeing customers that might be three or four hours away yeah. drive time. Yeah, how do you approach the racing season? You, 
how do you approach, okay, you know, you've, you've got to go watch him race. I'm just making up examples here. He's going to race two times this week, two different states. You're going to be gone half the week. How do you go about thinking about your workouts? And all right, this is going to be a tough week to get it in. Tell me your approach. How do you, how do you forecast for it? How do you plan for it? What do you do? Yeah, it's tough to take a bike on a plane, and uh, it's not really easy to do. So I try and prioritize my workouts. If I know I'm going to be traveling on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, I might leave my legs till those days, and I'll run. Uh, I mean, as much as I hate to run, I'll still get out there and do that. Um, or every Holiday Inn has a gym in it. Um, when you go to the Midwest and you go all these places, you just never know where you're going to end up. So my go-to is a Holiday Inn Express. Seems like I find those everywhere, and uh, they've got a a gym I can work out in. So they usually have up to about 50 pound weights and uh, you can just get busy and do something and yeah. uh, do some walking. It seems like we get a little older. Walking is becoming more and more of my routine. Um, at least one of my workouts a day is I'll, I'll spend 20 minutes walking and uh, it's just good low impact stuff that allows me to get out there and I might take a phone call or two, but uh, just allows me to get out and do something. Yeah. Just for the <clears throat> listeners out there that may not be watching this on YouTube or something like that. You know, sometimes when somebody talks about, oh yeah, I walk for a workout sometimes, they automatically think, okay, well, how fit is this guy really? What's, he's walking? All right. Maybe he's, no people, he's, uh, I don't know, 15% body fat. He's fit. Yeah. He can still go. If I told him, hey, let's go jump on the bike for a couple hours, he can go still do it. So don't, uh, don't mistake the, the mention of walking is one of his workouts lightly. Sure. sure. It's up. The point I think about the walking is you get something done all the time. You so it's usually the second workout of the day. And that, that's another challenge problem. But for me, uh, it came from 75 Heart. So you might have heard okay. of Andy Frisella. Your listeners might know who he is. He's got a program called 75 Heart. 75 days, uh, two workouts a day, both 45 minutes, one of which has to be outside. Yeah. So when I was doing 75 Hard, I started one of the workouts was always an afternoon walk for 45 minutes. Um, mm. If you weren't running, you were walking, doing something like that. So just love of being outside uh, was great. Yeah. So for the, for the busy entrepreneur out there or business owner, how important do you think it is getting that workout done first thing in the morning versus saving it for later in the day? I know for me, I'm working out first thing in the morning less and less, and it's not good because there's so many pitfalls that, or roadblocks that can come up during the day. For you, how important is it to get it done first thing? It's the most important thing I do. First of all, I have to have something I can control. And I know those first few minutes when I get out of bed in the morning, I can control that time. So if I go and get the workout in, it's done, it's knocked out. I don't have to worry about it later. We all only have so much willpower. And we all have decision overload. As soon as you hit the office, well, we got to pay this person or this person's sick or this customer wants that. By the time you make a thousand decisions before 8 a.m. to 3 p.m., you have the greatest intentions. You're going to get that workout in, but you're on decision overload. And so easy to say, oh, let's go have a beer or let's go do this. And uh, yeah. it's just life gets in the way. So if you start off on the right foot every day, you, I go to work with so much confidence. I've already gotten my workout in. I'm feeling good. Uh, there might be some stressful things happening at the office and it's calmed me down a little bit and given me uh, a space within my own head that I can work that day. Uh, so that's really important for me. Yeah, that's, uh, I, I would say that's probably one of the most consistent things that 
I want to get back to myself is getting those morning workouts in. Yeah. You're, like, you're right. And I didn't think about it until you just said it. Decision overload. Yeah. Because you really don't know what's going to come at you as the day goes on. No. You know, it's like, and if you've already got it done and you just feel good about yourself, I'm, I've already knocked that out. I don't have to worry about it. So Yeah. And for yeah. me, I might be physically in a different place than I thought I was going to be all day. Yeah. All right. I'm going to be down in this part of the valley all day and I will, then I'll go get my run in or go get my, whatever my workout is, I'll have it in my head scheduled. And then here come the curveballs. Yeah. Yeah. And then you can always still get it in. You can, but yeah, it's once that decision overload kicks in. Sure. Sometimes you're just like, and they're not always planned out perfectly. I don't know exactly what I'm going to do, whether it's going to be a CrossFit day or a run day or a cycling day, but the dedication is just to do something when I get up. I'm going to, I'm going to do something this morning. So when do you decide? Right, right when my feet hit the ground. It's like, all right, I'm going to get on the Peloton or I'm going to go do I'm a like, I feel, I feel, oh, well, when your feet, we're only 36, but when you, when, you, <laughs> when your feet hit the ground, you're like, okay, this hurts, that hurts, that, that, that doesn't hurt. I'm going to work that today. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that is a fact. Yeah. I, and it's just about making it happen. It's about, yeah. I am going to work out in the mornings. Yeah. And every single time I get consistent like that, that's when I get the best results. I'm not saying everybody's a morning workout person. Yeah. But boy, it's if you can become that, I really do think it helps a lot. Get do something hard. Us. It's hard to work out in the morning. But yes, you know what? It it's a great thing to do something hard every day. Do something outside your comfort zone. That's what I try and do. And how about every single time when you're done with it, you're yeah. happy. How many times have you started a workout and said, oh, I wish I wasn't going to do this. And then you've never finished a workout where you said, I wish I didn't do that. That's never happened. You've right. always said, I'm so glad I finished that workout. Right. Right. Yeah. So, you know, I did mention how you've done these incredible races, Ironman races. And that's such a different lifestyle versus waking up and choosing what you do at the moment. Yeah. When you're doing those things, you, you don't get to choose. Like I have to run today. I've yeah. got to ride today. I've got to right. swim today. When do you ever, do you ever get in those evenings? Like for instance, we're going to go out to dinner after, after mm -hmm. this podcast mm -hmm. and uh, we might behave, we might not, <laughs> but isn't it nice sometimes to know, you know what? Yeah. I don't, I don't have to behave because I don't have an Ironman I'm doing here in a month or two months. Yeah, Ironman training was tough. I mean, the race itself, those those days are hard, but the training, the, the nine months or the year of training beforehand is, I mean, just the monotony of just the grind constantly knowing I've got to, I've got to run 10 miles tomorrow. I've got to bike for four hours. I've got to whatever it, I've got to go get 2,000 or 3,000 yards into the pool tomorrow morning. It's just never having the option to not do what, what's on your schedule. Right. And uh, that, that was the grind. I found the actual day of Ironman to be pleasant. But, right. Yeah. It you know, is it's, as pleasant as it can be. It's not easy by any means, yeah. but it is easy mentally. It Plus, is. It is. The training's what hurts. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. I'll That's never forget. I'll never forget. We had a, you and I went to lunch and I was like, I think I was about a month out from doing my second Ironman. I told you, I said, when I finish this race, I'm going to buy a bass boat. <laughs> and I'm just going to spend my time on it. And I'm, I yeah. don't even fish. I don't yeah. fish at all. Right. If I'm going to buy a bass boat. Yeah. And just get my dad and we're just going to go out and enjoy yeah. slow weekends. Yeah. You know, which brings me to what I'm doing now is I'm the same as you. I wake up. I'm going to go swim today. Yep. I'm going to go run today. I'm going to lift today. 
Yeah. Now I do, admitting saying that, I do want to get back to more structured, not crazy structure, but I do want to have a little more direction on what I want to do with my fitness. And that'll, when that comes, I'm going to let it happen. I'm not going to force it. There's a time for all that, right? We've all, we've had Carmichael coaching when we were doing yes. our triathlons. We've had, I have a box now, the programs. I, I, I belong to a Spieler out of Utah. Uh, great functional workouts every day. And I just choose when I'm going to do them. I didn't do Mondays. I did Tuesdays. I might do Wednesdays or I might wait till Thursday. You know, right, right. it's always available. If I need structure, it's always there. So I like having structure there, but I like to be able to ignore it. At this point in my life, if things are going on, I ignore the structure and just get a workout in. Yeah. And that's, it does the same thing. Yeah. yeah maybe you can't go do that event with that lack sure. of structure, but it still is a workout. It's yeah. still getting you fit, still keeping right. you healthy. Right. So, but I know both of us, <laughs> but anything on your mind, anything, any kind of event, anything out there, like, oh man, maybe, maybe I want to do that. Well, you're, what's out there? Yeah. One of your last guests was, was talking about the swim from Alcatraz. We still have to knock that one off the list. Yeah. So we'll, do that. we'll get that one soon. Uh, we got to get past COVID, but I think, I think we have to do, I'm not interested in doing another Ironman right now, but we need to do a triathlon or two next year just to get out there and have fun. And I think that's the way we'd approach it is more fun. Yeah. And I was, as I was out there running today, well, I couldn't really call it a run, really struggling with my run right now physically. Yeah. And I'm just like, do I, do I just scratch running for my programs for a while or whatever? Sure. And it might be a duathlon, you know, maybe a swim bike, yeah, swim bike right. event we get into. Right. But, uh, yeah, speaking of doing another event someday, to go back again, because, yeah, we are going to reminisce a little bit yep. today, <laughs> known each other too long not to. I'll never forget when we were doing Olympic distance triathlons, which when you start out doing, that's a long way to go. That's where you start. Yeah. And we walked by a flyer for a half Ironman held at the same venue that we had raced that day. Mm -hmm. And you pointed to it and said, we need to do one of those someday. I don't know if I said it out loud, but in my head, I'm like, there's no way in hell I'm ever doing a half Ironman. Yeah. We just finished <laughs> Olympic and you know, you're, you're yeah. kind of yeah. tired and all that. Yeah. And of course we did it. Yep. You know, I remember when we decided we wanted to do an Ironman. I, yeah. I think it was at VJ's up in Terrabella, uh, old farmers coffee shop. We were sitting there and I said, you know what? I think it's time. I think we could get this done. I think if we spend a year training, we could go to Arizona. We could do a Ironman. Yeah. And it happened. And it happened. we did it. Yeah. And that's, uh, sometimes when I'm out on a workout running, whatever it is, I always go back to oh, it's so nice to only be running four or five miles today yeah. instead of 18. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How many half marathons did you do in training? Right. How oh. many, how many runs that were that long in training? The thing every week, I would say that is the, the thing that, cause I have the iron manage to do one again. Mm -hmm. Don't know if I'll ever, it's not that bad. It's just <clears> there a little bit. It's the frequency of how fast that, because my workouts were normally, where my weeks were normally, you know, maybe a 45-minute swim and then maybe a hour run that day. And then the next day, it might be an hour and a half ride. But every Friday and Saturday was like a two-hour run on Friday yeah, and a three- or four-hour ride on Saturday. Yeah. It seemed like that Friday just came around so fast. Like, yeah. it's Friday again or it's Saturday again. I got to go for four hours on the bike. Just seemed so fast. 
Well, and then it's the balance too, because your show is all about balance. So it's the balance with the family. I remember getting on the bike at 5 a.m. and getting home at noon. And right. my kids were young and they're like, dad, what are we going to do today? You know, and I got a baseball game and all these things. And I was coaching most of the teams at that time too. So you're trying to juggle all that, trying to coach teams. You're trying to get your seven hour ride that day in. And it just, it, it wears on you. You can't do it. It's not sustainable forever. Right. Yeah. And not to, you know, the listeners are like, man, I'm not going to do an Ironman after listening to all this. <laughs> it's worth it. It's worth it. But those are the, there are the negatives and the things you have to maneuver yeah. in order to get it done. Yeah. It's all, that's, all doable. Because that's a race you can't fake it. Right. You show up to start an Ironman, you have to have the training behind you or you are not going to yeah. finish that day. Right. You're going to fail at some point. Yeah, absolutely. And that'll transition into, you know, a big part of doing all that is having the right nutrition. And you mentioned earlier that, yeah, I, I eat out every day for lunch. Yep. And I've always told people I'm not a strong meal planner my, or a meal prepper myself. Right. Because that could be avoided if you, but it's like, how much, how much, do you want to put into your day sure. stuff that's not what you want to be doing? You're going to get your workout in. You're going to get your family time in. You are going to get your, you're going to run your business. It's going to run your business. To be yeah. Run. yeah. All right. Milk prepping isn't a priority. Yeah. So how do you, how do you balance that kind of nutrition and accomplish what you want to accomplish? How do you go into it? Mentally. You know, I think as we get older, there's a few hacks that you got to watch for, right? And there's just things that we try and do differently. I mean, I um, like in where we live, really, all of our food is brown. Every day you get brown food. So I look for color. I look for any opportunity to get color into my food. That might be a salad or it might be bell peppers or it might be whatever, fruit. You know, I eat a lot of breakfast for lunch. And that, your listeners might think that's crazy, but breakfast is pretty low calorie, can be, could be decent for you. You don't have to have cheese on that omelet. You can just have right. an omelet. You don't have to have hash browns. You can have fruit and maybe some whole wheat toast. So I find breakfast is a lot of times my out to get some decent calories. Um, but then I, I substitute with like uh, athletic greens in the morning. I have mm-hmm. a green uh, drink when I finish my workout in. That helps me get some uh, plant-based nutrition in. But um, it's, it's definitely tough. But I, I, I think of color. Uh, and I was thinking as I was coming down here today is, one thing I don't do is I never drink calories. I'm not saying I don't drink alcohol. I'm saying I don't drink calories. <laughs> I got you. Right, I understand. I understand. <laughs> but when you're uh, when you're at lunch and guys are ordering a diet soda or or a soda or any kind, most people forget they're drinking 150 to 200 calories every time they have a drink. Right. If you do that three times a day, that's 600 plus calories a day they're taking in from drinks. Yes. I love to eat. I want to eat my calories. Right. And so I'm water almost 100 percent of the time. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much intuitive intuitive eating. It's yeah. the direction you go. Yep. Which a lot of some people can do it, some people can't. But that's what helps you. It's not a decision you have to make. You're right. making that decision. Sure. Because you you've already made it like I want to eat some color with my yep. with my yep. uh breakfast. But for me, meal prepping is too much decision making. Yeah. Yep. Like it's it's supposed to eliminate the decision making, right? You know, because you have it every day. Yeah. And maybe for me, it's just about not. I've tried it a few times. What happens is I'll make all my meals for the week, and then we'll go to lunch, or somebody else go, or yeah, 
things pop up where I'm eating with somebody and I'm not going to break out my lunch that I brought from home and eat it. So I realized I'm throwing my meals away. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, I'm not doing that anymore. And that doesn't work for me and probably a lot of your listeners too, because I'm a businessman where I'm going to, most of my lunches, I'm having lunch with someone and we're talking business or it's my own teammates. I only, I catch these two today. I'll catch those two tomorrow. And I love breakfast meetings. I like to start early. So I had nothing better than to meet a new vendor or a customer. I'll meet them for breakfast. And uh, so I'm always going out where I can't bring my lunch with me or my breakfast with me. So. Yeah. I mean, this. This is perfect for the business owner out there, or not just the business owner, anybody who's busy throughout the day. Sure. But especially businessmen and women who, that is what you run into every day, but you're still pulling it off. Yeah. It's not, it's not easy to, especially like we like to eat mm-hmm. and it's so easy to go to lunch every day Yeah, and, oh, I'm going to a new place today. I haven't had, I haven't had pizza in two weeks. I'm going to enjoy some pizza today. Yeah. You can get in the routine where every day you go somewhere, you haven't had it in a while and you overeat. Sure. You know? sure. And that is, you just have to take the mindset that you've taken. Say, this is my, this is actually my opportunity to get good stuff in. Right. Yeah. It's oh, I mean, unless you're going to fast food, even the cafes out in the middle of the country, they've got vegetables. They have salads. Yeah. I should preface that. I mean, I eat out every day, but it's never, ever, ever fast food. Yeah. That's, that's not even an option, but it's always a sit down cafe or something like that. And uh, it's never usually pizza, nothing like that, but it's, it's somewhere where you can get some kind of decent sandwich or breakfast or something, some kind of protein, and then back it up with some color on your plate. So, yeah. Yeah. It, but it's a, so do you normally get to, do you normally get to go from your workout in the morning to, to that breakfast meeting or do you have to hit the office first? Usually I'll, I'll, um, usually I'll have to have something at the house because I like, again, <laughs> I haven't missed a meal in my life. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah I've yeah, never we, missed a meal. And, and I, yeah. And your listeners gonna get the wrong impression. Uh, I'm a thin guy, so don't worry. <laughs> but I just, uh, I, I make every single meal. I'm one of those guys that gets hangry. You've been on the, yes. the wrong end of that a couple of times. Yes. Yep. Uh, I get really hangry and, uh, you know, that, your listeners say, oh, well, he just has a natural metabolism. But that's not true. As we've gotten older, every, how many people have told us, oh, John or Scott, in your 20s, it's going to slow down, or your 30s, it's your 40s. Well, now we're in our 50s and uh, we're hanging in there, but it's a conscious choice. You've got to work at it every day. Yeah. I, mine has really slowed down. I'd say the last 10 years has slowed down a lot. Yeah. But it, it's not consistently slow. Sometimes I'll notice, sure. man, it's, my body's burning through this stuff. And I'm, yeah. I've worked out long enough to know if it's my workouts, if it's yeah. my consistency. No, sometimes, or I could be wrong. You know, there might be somebody, a nutritionist listening saying, no, buddy, whatever you're doing, there's a reason why that's happening. But I feel like sometimes my body's just running, yeah. burning more. Yeah. Well, that's why you get, especially when you're in our triathlon days, you're doing so much cardio, you actually get thin. You, you stop, you start losing muscle mass. Yeah. That's why I, I like CrossFit and things like that because muscle burns more calories at rest than anything else. So if I'm heavier with muscle, if I want to be the same 185 pounds, I want to have more muscle on me than not. Cause then when I'm sitting here, I'll burn more calories. Yeah. So. Yeah. So waking up every day, choosing what you're going to go do. What's your favorite? Like what's, 
when you wake up feeling good and you're going to choose anything, which you're like, I can't wait to go do this. I can't wait to go do this workout. What yeah. is it? I'm probably be on the bike. That's my favorite. Okay. Yeah. Anything Peloton mainly like, do you well, no, or just riding in general mountain bike. Probably. Okay. Today I, I like to be on the mountain. I know you don't like no. the mountain bike. <laughs> no. And I know why I've been there. So yeah, look, look, yeah. Look what's in the room here. <laughs> there are road bikes everywhere. But That's yeah. right. <laughs> no, I like to be on mountain bikes. If I have a favorite workout, oh, I'm going to go ride for a few hours today and get a mountain bike ride in. That'd be a great day. Ah, but, but, yeah. Well, that's, and you know, what's nice about that is if you choose to on a bike and it doesn't just have to be a mountain bike, you can choose to make it a good leg workout. Well, it's always a good workout. Absolutely. Leg workout. Yeah. You're riding, yeah. of course. You, but sometimes you can approach that hill and you don't have to throw it in the easier gear. You can throw it in the heavy gear and grind up it. And you know what? You are getting a good, it's leg day. Yeah, Peloton's not a spin bike. I mean, it's the hardest workout I do is on a Peloton. I mean, I'll, it's easier right. for me to go for a two-hour road ride than it is to do a 45-minute Peloton ride because I'm doing hit intervals all the time, yeah. high intensity, and I, I come off there just soaked. There's a puddle under the bike. That's what I, I tell people all the time. Spin classes, yeah. for me, whether, whether, whatever the brand, yeah. a spin class is the hardest thing I do on a bike yeah, correct. any day of the week. Yeah. I don't care what kind of workout my trainer might throw me that I'm supposed to go do on my road bike. Yeah. Those spin classes yeah. actually crit. That's they crush you. Any cyclist out there, I highly recommend it. It's yeah. spinning is absolutely amazing. What you get done in one hour, what what you can get done in 20 minutes. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and it's so dangerous to be out on the road these days. I mean, everybody's on their phone. I mean, you think right. of the pandemic, we've got COVID and the pandemic. We've got a pandemic of phones. People are every stop sign you come to, when it turns green again, no one goes because everyone's on their phone. Yes. And they're also two feet away from you on the side of that road and they're on their phone. Right. And so it's just so dangerous. We all know friends and people that have been hit. It's yeah. just scary out there. Yeah. Which, you know, brings us to the gravel bikes that we ride. That, yeah. You know, you like to ride mountain bike. Yeah. I love to ride my gravel bike because it yeah. gets me out there on the dirt roads. Yeah. You know, going through orange groves. I, I take off from my office and I'll ride through orange groves and down river banks and stuff. And you just, you can go get a lot of miles in without, or or ride the river or the uh, the levee banks. Those yeah. are really nice too. So, so back to back to the business a little bit. How many do you have people ever come into you and just want to talk it? Like they know that you enjoy it. They know you allow them time to work out during the day. Do they ever come to you and say, "Man, I'm struggling, struggling with my weight, or I'm struggling with motivation to go work out"? Or is that do you have that kind of open door? naturally because they know who you are does that happen at your office um i have that open door and and some guys would probably like to but i'm i would like to say i'm approachable but they're gonna look at me and say he hits it every single day he never misses and so i'm not gonna talk to him about my struggles <laughs> so they probably <laughs> don't come to me <laughs> he doesn't want to hear he doesn't want to hear yeah like it. Right. yeah yeah they probably don't but there are a few guys few i've got a few hardcore guys that work out every day you know we have a lot of customers so our at my head office, uh, we've got the full gym. We actually have a, a normal gym and a CrossFit gym. So we've got two gyms, and my customers come and work out there. So I have several customers that come to the business, and uh, they become good friends. And uh, that some of them are animals, and uh, they're out yeah. there hitting it hard, too. Yeah. What, what, per, what percentage of your office would you say works out? You know, it probably mirrors the general population, but it's somewhere around 20 25% okay. of the office. Gets in there. You know, I have a lot of ladies in the office that get out and they want to do something, but they get out and walk in the afternoons. Yeah. So, and they're paid. They're doing something. Yeah. We have in the wintertime, we shut the office down early every day. We shut down at four o'clock every day. And uh, the ladies will, that last hour, they, you know, 
didn't need to go home right away. They'll, they'll go walk. Yeah. So uh, we do a lot of that. That's nice. That's nice. What, uh, what are most of the, besides the ladies, they, they go for the walks. What are most of the men doing? They're, they? they're trying to do some form of uh, CrossFit or uh, some kind of bodybuilding old, right. you know, old school chest right. day, leg day, that type of thing. Uh, but a lot of CrossFit guys. And I noticed so, you've even had contests there, like different mm-hmm. kind of fitness yeah, contests. Yeah, usually in the winter months when we're not, harvest season in California is when we're really busy. So June through November is really tough. But outside of those months, uh, we have a usually a uh, one contest every month. So we've had the squat contest. We've had the burpee contest. We've had a push-up contest. Uh, we had one month, one of the managers, everybody gets to choose when it's their month. And we had a hang contest. Who could just hang off the bar the longest? Right. That's not as easy as it looks. Oh, no. It's, it's, and you got to train for it. It's incredibly hard. <laughs> and you have to train for it. Yeah. But it's just, if if our nation could, you know, do what you're doing, yeah. we'd be a lot healthier. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. If offices yeah. could do this, you know, that's well, that's real. that's real corporate health, if you want to call it. You're actually yeah. letting them do it. You have the facility for them, or even if you don't have the facility, that, I mean, that's an expense, you know, sure. not all businesses can yep. have that, but it's the, it's the, uh, intention and it's the attitude. You're, you're letting them know it's important. There. It's yeah, important because it is, you value it. You want to value it for them. We want that. We want, it's actually quite selfish on my part because I want them to be in good shape so they can think better when they're at work. That right? helps. It does help. Yeah. I'm helping them help me. We're, we're trying to push a business forward and I want to make sure that they're alert and ready and they can make it. And we have grueling summer ag hours. I mean, it's nothing for my guys to work 80 hours a week in the summertime. Yeah. And uh, so I need them to be fit and ready to go and be able to handle those hours. And uh, you can't do that if you're not exercising and not, not nutrition smart. Yeah. And I just wish more people would incorporate it. And that is, I mean, to wrap this up, all that is really why I had you on here. It's yeah. if you know, it's hard to get across in a in a podcast like this how busy you are, how successful you are, but you're actually doing it all. And couldn't wait to have you on here, talk about that, how you're doing it. Yeah. And uh, you know, I think you have great tips for the for the what I have been calling the busy person. Yeah. You can be busy for any reason. You might it might be school, might just be family life. Might be stay at home mom. That's busy. Might whatever it is. Like wake up and get it done. Yeah. You don't have to. Which I've said in numerous interviews, you don't have to eat chicken and broccoli all the time. Right. Some people can't intuitively eat and have success. Some people do have to watch it more, but it's definitely a tool to use. And having that, having that ability to work out at work, like you provided. Even if you don't, you I think you work out at home before you come to the you yeah, have a, yeah you have I work a out at home office gym. But I, I think that the the thing your listeners need to know is there's no such thing as time management, and that's a big misnomer, right? Especially in the business world. Oh, you need to have better time management. There's no such thing as time management. There's only priority management. So if your priority is being fit, you'll take care of it first. It's like paying yourself first, right? We all yeah. our financial planners tell us we need to put our money aside to take care of our retirement, pay ourselves first. Well, you need to pay yourself first every day. Get up and take care of you first. I tell my managers, take care of you for me and I'll take care of me for you. I'll make sure you have a future because I'm taking care of myself working out every day. You know what? 
we're going to end it on that. <laughs> that was perfect. And uh, thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, thanks for having me on. All right.